Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 71 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Dixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are going over season four, episode five, Divide and Conquer, aka Awkward Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I kept going through different AKAs. I was like, the one with all the confessions, the one with the kissing, the one with love. And the, then at some point, the, the I was like, oh, God, this is so awkward. The <laughs> Sam and Jack ship uh, is out of yeah. power. The ship has left the building. The ship has left the, the, the SGC. Ship, well, but the ship's not leaving the, the SGC. Ship is ship it's not leaving ship. that room. The ship is anchors <laughs> up. I don't know. I don't know enough. I was also just thinking, not like, a, the AKA nautical metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> I was also just thinking that this episode is basically AKA Grace Nip. Yeah, it's like oh, all of Grace. <laughs> I'll take that. This is definitely Grace Nip. I had so much fun. I may have watched this one three times. <laughs> it's like it's like there's awkwardness, there's relationships, and there's, there's love, Jack and Sam, <laughs> and they love each other. <laughs> and then they laugh with the love. <laughs> what is it the Gilmore Girls when Suki is making fun of Rory and Dean? Oh. Like, and the Dean with the love and the kisses with the Rory and the Dean. And then Lorelai's, okay, I'm done. And she's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a good episode, guys. <laughs> it's a good episode on top of this stuff, there's so many other stuff to uncover. Oh, yeah. The, it, well, it, and I have a theory on the name of the episode, but we'll get to that Okay, again. we will. The future um, of Stargate, according to Grace. And then you guys will all know if I'm completely wrong. Okay. But here's my theory. I'll get my drink ready get your to not look hats at you. ready. Um, I just, and we're going to get to this. We're definitely going to cover the subject, like, more than needs to be covered, I'm sure, when we get to it. I just get right off the bat, I love how they handle the end of the episode with Sam and Jack. How yeah. it's like less is more yeah. perfection, subtleness yep. Yep. of how they did not uh, yeah. lesser TV shows would like write on top of write on top just of words and overdo happen. it. Yeah. yeah. And this is like, they're like, let's just leave the pen alone. Let's Stop just, typing on the keyboard. And let's let keep the actors... building some more tension yes. on top of all the tension and yes. release a tiny bit of tension. It's like, just release then, enough so that it doesn't explode. Yeah. Just, but keep the pressure cooker going. Oh, it's, yeah. Just set it to simmer. I don't know how pressure cookers <laughs> work, guys. I don't know. Well, anything. it's like a slow cooker. Yeah. Just except, set the slow cooker to simmer. Yeah. Except there's less pressure built into a slow cooker. Pressure. Science! All right, let's okay. get this thing started. So, this first aired on July 28th, 2000. Okay. It's written by Tor Alexander Valencia, and sadly, his last episode he wrote, so I no Aww. longer get to write, say, Tor Alexander Valencia. Valencia. Because Killed it's my father. Really Prepare to die. Awesome <laughs> name. Uh, directed by Major Wood. It's just what we're going to keep calling him. <laughs> uh, 
We have Vanessa Angel J.R. Bourne. Um, it is the last episode for both Aww. of them, actually. Yeah, uh, I'm starting to enjoy watching Freya. Just be weird. Yeah, she's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and tragically, the last episode for J.R. Bourne. Oh, yeah. Um, that one was tragic. Who, so... Episode or episode season four is the first um, season where on uh, the uh, DVDs we have director commentaries. Oh, okay. And I don't know about you guys, but I love director commentary tracks. I would love to watch, but with I fear, I fear that I will ruin things for myself. Yes, which okay. is why what I'm going to plan on doing um, is I'm going to try to uh, watch the director or listen to the director commentary for each episode and I'm just going to write down like oh, okay. the interesting worthwhile notes but I dig it man I it, look we're production people and I love anything that goes into the production aspect of the yeah. episode and <laughs> all of the behind the scenes like the lighting for scenes and all that we like to junk. see who the man behind the curtain is yeah, I like yeah I like, <laughs> usually I'm all for as a uh, Look, I was in theater tech. I was behind stage instead of on the stage. So, again. <laughs> Dig it. It's like, it's Nick's nip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like candy of some sort. Nick's like nip? Like some it sort does. of candy that you would find at, uh, in Diagon Alley. Oh, in man. In Fred and George's shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick's nip. Except Nick's it, nip. like, somehow nips at the, in, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it, it, like, nips at you so it you try to eat it. It nips back, so you yeah. gotta eat it fast. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um... But Martin Wood commented that there's been three, or at least at this time, there may have been more, three different series that that Martin Wood directed J.R. Bourne, and this is the of the every time he directs him, he ends up killing him off. Basically, oh, sad. <laughs> yeah. he's like, so, I like killing him. That's why I do this. He's like, whenever I get a job with Martin Wood, I basically know I'm why gonna do die. Why do I do this? He's like Stormy with a pillow. Not that I'm many ways at all. Garnering resentments towards my dog for killing a pillow that I bought him. He didn't just kill him. He killed it all over the house. It yeah. paraded its parts like it was Saddam yeah. Hussein's statue. <laughs> all over the house. Like within the ten minutes. <laughs> within ten minutes of of getting the pillow. So that was his way of telling me that he loves it. It was it's it's just like a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah free the fluff. Free the love. <laughs> um, anyway, so we have a couple guest stars of note is uh, Kristen Robeck, um, mm-hmm. who plays, uh, who played, uh, what was it, Aster. Aster, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, uh, uh, amazing. Um, she she was... is pretty great. And there was something about her that reminds me, I can't remember her name right now because it just popped into my head, but the girl that's inside the well that takes the hose in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I the never... The actual girl I in the... I never actually saw Silence Oh, goodness. Of the okay, Lambs. you guys know who I'm talking about. Okay. The one who gets the hose again if she doesn't put the lotion on the skin. Yeah. Uh, the actual girl who's in that. She also did a stint in Grey's Anatomy. Okay. As one of... is a badass surgeon who okay. has, like, this wonderful, Aren't beautiful all relationship. all surgeons on Grey's Anatomy Yeah, but badass? some of them are badassier than others. Okay. Like, she's an actual, like, no filter. I'm just here to badass my way through this. Gotcha. I don't care if you like me or not. Well, um, Kristen's been in, like, her IMDb list yeah. is longer than my arm. Wow. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Just recently, she's been in Magicians, Frequency, Timeless, Supernatural, Hell on Wheels, like, uh, lots of things. Oh, wow. Um, and Michael Phillips, who plays Graham, 
who okay. only lasts through the cold open. Yeah. Uh, he's actually oh. a, a stuntman. He has been stuntman for, again, longer than I can list. Not only just a stuntman in Stargate, but in multiple X-Men films, Battlestar, Arrow, Legends Tomorrow, Timeless, Man of Steel... Uh, this means war, Mission Impossible, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Et wow. So, and all the things he's been in all the yes. things. <laughs> they both. Well, obviously, uh, Philip Mitchell does his own stunts. He's a stuntman, but Makes apparently, sense. Kristen Robeck did all of her own fighting as oh, well wow. in that scene. Yeah, that was all her. Okay. By the way, so you guys don't yell at me. The woman I'm thinking of is Brooke Smith. Okay. <laughs> Just in case anyone is like <laughs> screaming, gnashing <and> <laughs> their teeth. <laughs> uh, she played Catherine Martin, who was a girl that was trapped by Buffalo Bill. Okay. That's all. We're done. <laughs> so we start the episode on Vorash, uh, the current Tokoro world. Put the fucking lotion Shinsu. in the basket. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I just dropped my phone out of <laughs> sheer frustration. I'm sorry, guys. I had to it. Didn't do it didn't crack. It didn't yes. crack. It's okay. Okay. As it dropped all on done. tile. All done. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they're here to uh, it, basically, it's SG1 and I think Jack's favorite thing in the entire world negotiating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, negotiating or also schedule planning. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're negotiating when they can get the president and the high yeah. counselor together How's, to sign uh, the Monday morning work for you. No, 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 I got babysitter. I got a babysitter <laughs> coming in for an interview. No, okay. Um, what about, yeah, the most mundane task. Well, I also love how Daniel makes a statement about how on Tuesday the president has to appear before Congress. I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and assume that this takes place around February and that's the State of the Union. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. That's pretty awesome. That seems to make sense. <laughs> Specifically, he mentions Tuesday. Yeah. I think that places this episode firmly in February. we're a little bit busy. Yeah. yeah. A little bit busy that day. I would love to see uh, any president try to come up with a reasonable excuse for postponing the State of the Union because he has to go make a secret alliance with aliens. That would be awesome. <laughs> Maybe our current president could probably just say that. Yeah. It would never be fair. any crazier. They'll just tweet that yeah, I have to Gotta delay go. the State of the Union because I'm meeting with aliens. Yeah. Although then yeah, no, yeah. that's not that's not we're not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Uh and then the Supreme High Counselor uh Persis comes in <laughs> and says, Oh, Wednesday will be fine, don't worry. Yeah. And as soon as he's in the room, Major Grand shows the camera, he has a fancy not so from Earth ring <laughs> and quickly starts firing at Persis. Yeah. Uh, I love that all of us see it, nobody yeah. else does. It's yeah, like, yeah, guys, yeah. guys, there's a somebody Anyone yeah. know? All right. Okay. This is just for the camera. Yeah, this it's is just like for the, you, omniscient it's like audience. The when, the when the magician shows the audience, but no yeah. one else. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's um, when you go, turn around, the killer's inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he hits the, the high counselor, and he starts firing at everyone around the room. Yeah. Jack does the awesome run over the table, yeah. jump off, and knock Freya down. Yeah. And uh, Graham points this, Jack. He's clearly trying to fight something very hard and yeah. he points his hands up, calling out for someone to stop him and eventually hits the button and it explodes. All the exploding. I have to say something. Yes. I think I'm really proud of myself if I'm right. I think I caught a DeLuise cameo. In the intro, there maybe did I, miss I it? do not know if there's I there there maybe I have not heard of a Delius cameo okay. in this because he tends to only cameo his own episodes. That's fair. If not, 
there was a, someone that he fights that he struggles with uh-huh. who damn well looks like a Deloise. <laughs> okay. So if there wasn't, then I'm just looking for a Deloise. <laughs> and all the wrong places. Point, you're just like, Deloise? Are, are, you, uh, are, you, Deloise? are you my Deloise? Are you, like are you Deloise? my Deloise? <laughs> <laughs> are you my Deloise? <laughs> to be fair, there's how many brothers? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know. it's, a, it's probably a Deloise, not our Deloise. <laughs> there's multiple yeah, Deloise. It's, you know, he's going to go beyond the Gilmore set after this. He is. He is. <laughs> Yeah, I there's... believe that one's Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I thought there there was two Deloise. I thought there was two Deloise on Gilmore's at, at one time on Gilmore's. Yeah. Well, there's the main one. Yeah. Who plays TJ. Yeah. And then at some point, TJ's brother comes. That's to visit. what it is. That's yeah. This, because going Deloise brother. Deloise brothers. <laughs> I think it is because it's yeah it's it's for the wedding the episode yeah. of TJ uh, and Liz's wedding yeah so because I remember I was like Deloise brothers there's multiples they're spreading <laughs> what's happening they're, they're multiplying multiples <laughs> we could never have one Deloise brother without the other there's never one Deloise brother look carefully there's probably another one in the background um and credits Okay, can we just, <laughs> so we get this out of the way, Yes. go ahead on your rants about Freya's outfit. Plastic. <laughs> she is a Britney Spears video without the saturation. Including the weird thong thing. Yeah, yeah. She's going, what is, and I can't even tell you which video it is. Oh, I, I think it's crazy. Know. It's the one with the red jumpsuit that's just made of plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's wearing the exact same crop top. <laughs> She's an extra. In a Britney video. <laughs> to be fair, Britney does go into outer space in this video at some point. Really? Yeah. I think she, like, somehow kisses an astronaut, but then, got, I don't know. But then I could be imagining it. I may have dreamt it. It could have been a fever dream. Or it could have been a Britney Spears video. Either way, <laughs> it's a terrible outfit. I mean... what I love Freya. To be fair... I do love her. It's such a weird, just... That video, that video in this dress may have happened around the same time. It probably did. It's probably remnants of the same cloth. Also, I just love <laughs> the fact that no other Tok'ra ever gets a costume change. No, and they all wear like these robes. And yeah. Freya's like, I give no fucks. Yeah. Look at what a badass I am. I'm showing all of it off. I love her for that. Yeah. I do. I absolutely do. But yeah, nobody else, like, this is not in line with anything else no. the Tok'ra does. No. She's just like, I am a woman, and I enjoy it very much so. Which is why I'm like, fuck all of you. Rock out, friend. Yeah. You wear what you want to fucking wear. I dig it, yeah. I'm all about, if anyone's got the good costume changes, it's Freya. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, so Persis. I'm just going to assume Persis is a variation of Perseus for the oh, contents of this history. Sure. Because it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the name should, Perseus should sound familiar to lots of people. Uh-huh. Because I would say that it is a favorite character of many in Greek mythology. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. Other people may at least hear Perseus and think Omicron Persei 8, <laughs> the home of lore and Futurama. <laughs> Omicron Percy on eight many, many times. <laughs> so we either know from mythology, we know from Futurama. Or, yeah. And either one is perfectly acceptable. Either one There's is okay. no wrong way to know a Perseus. It's like eating a Rhesus. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you may also heard it from the Perseid meteor shower because it comes from his constellation, Perseus. Ah, ah, got it. Uh, and Which is, it's like the end of July through most of August. Peaks usually around August 12th. Really cool meteor shower, guys, if you ever want to see it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's, I should, I it's should pretty watch cool. that. It's pretty, it's pretty fun I'll to watch. I'll check it out. 
Um, I know what we're doing for my birthday. But the actual Perseus uh-huh. uh, was a basically infamous Greek uh, monster hunter. Yes. He was, you know, He's the original the uh, uh, Winchester brother. Yeah, he is a... <laughs> yes. Him a and, supernatural thing. Well, basically, it kind of works because it's... Hercules is technically his half-brother. Yeah. Along with... <laughs> because weird Greek mythology yeah, family everybody's trees. related. Also, his great-grandfather. Like, the, the Greek, uh, you know, family tree, like, the Greek god family tree, yeah. it's more like a bush because it, it yeah. just turns in on well, itself. Well, also because <laughs> Zeus is just a man-whore. Yeah, and yeah. Basically has sex with every it's just female like they're mortal. All the branches are just. It's yeah. kind of. It's more like a family crabgrass. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Greek family crabgrass. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Perseus and Hercules are the original Winchester brothers going mm-hmm. around monster hunting <laughs> in Greece. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, the only one I think that people would know is Hercules, Heracles, whatever you want to call him. Yep. Um, so he is the son of Zeus because everyone's the son of mm-hmm. Zeus in some way. And uh, Diane, Danae, I think thank it's you. Danae. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. She's a mortal woman. Uh, mm-hmm. She's the daughter of the king of Argos, um, which has a whole other myth where he kept. Uh, what would you say? Danae. Danae, thank you. Where he kept Danae from having kids because of a prophecy about his grandson killing him. Right. And then because of the same prophecy, put them both, once the kid was born, in a box and threw him out to sea. And then years later, uh, Perseus accidentally kills his grandfather in the head with a discus. Because reasons. Because prophecy. Yeah. Uh, and you can't have a prophecy in Greek mythology without it coming it's true. been foretold. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he also, you know, he grew into the legendary monster-killing hero that he was. He went on Grand Adventures, monster-killing tour of Greece. Perseus, right, okay. Perseus, Perseus yes. is the one that killed Medusa, yes, right? Yes, he yeah. did, and he, because he found his, he killed Medusa. Uh-huh. Uh, he found the his, queen of the Gorgons. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I like is, to call it. Her. Is, okay. It is, it is. <laughs> uh, found his way to Ethiopia. Okay. Sure. Which works because uh, apparently people kind of uh, guesstimate that it's in modern day Ethiopia. Oh, gotcha. Ran into Cepheus, Queen Cassiopeia, (laughs) uh, and their beautiful daughter Andromeda. Uh, Needless (laughs) to say, Perseus killed a monster, saved Andromeda, and then married her, uh, even though she was promised someone else. And then Perseus killed the other would-be suitor because he still had the Medusa head and turned him into stone. He's like, ta-da, you don't get my wife. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Basically. I claim this because it is still ancient Greece and we claim women. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was she was foretold to you, but yeah. too bad. Ha. I'm gonna bone her instead. Uh, yeah. um, and that's why uh, that's why Perseus and Cassiopeia and Andromeda are all in the same area. Because the they're a love triangle. No, because no. one's a mommy. Yeah, one's, okay. one's a mommy. They're not a love triangle. <laughs> one's the mommy. To be fair, don't put it past Perseus trying. Why not? Why not? I mean, again, ancient Greece. I'm looking and I'm liking. <laughs> Isn't that right? Isn't that the line from um, 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 Meet the Parent? Oh, what's oh. some terrible Ben Stiller movie? Oh, Meet the Fuckers? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trying to like say that Probably. he's like, uh, interested in the daughter because yeah. of the... I'm looking and I'm liking. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. all I know. He has to say, uh, there's lots of mischievous <laughs> shit that he gets up to. Mischievery. <laughs> he gets lots of mischievery and heroness and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, ends up becoming, because of, he, like, turns down becoming king of Argos, but weirdly, like, still becomes king of my, it's weird. <laughs> it's, yeah. 
There's a lot of man whoring going on. Guys, but... if you want some good Greek legends, go to the mythological oh, podcast. Man. And, and I mean that with all sincerity. Yes, yes. But, but uh, it's, yeah. it's also like, I remember, like, the Greek mythology you learned about in elementary school was uh-huh. one thing. And then you get into college and you learned that the actual Greek mythology, like, that was not friendly for us to learn in elementary I, school. I remember I had this great teacher in middle school. Her name was Miss Galeria, and she was British. She had the coolest. She was the first like real life person I met with a British accent. Uh-huh. And so she, she, one of the, you know, one of the things we learned in eighth grade was we went deeper into the myths and we studied Homer and the Odyssey yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and the Iliad. Um, and then because I seemed so interested, she would tell me more afterwards. She'd yeah. be like, you know. And then she would just <laughs> go into like her, I couldn't even tell you a story because there were so many random ones that I'd be like. Whoa, that is like some soap opera shit. Oh, it is. It's basically but she was just, so smart because she basically yeah. just caught enough of my attention where I was like, I will read this now. Yeah, it, uh, Greek mythology. <laughs> because all of my hormones want to know more. <laughs> Greek mythology is is violence and sex. I think that's where VC Andrews. If any of you guys ever read VC Andrews, <laughs> got all her ideas. Yeah, <laughs> it's flowers in the attic. Please let me tell you about Oedipus. <laughs> Everything comes back to Oedipus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Greek mythology is just violence and sex and then some sex and some violence. There's some death and then some sex and yeah, some violence. Sprinkle in a little more. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's why it's so entertaining for so long. Yeah. This is why Greek mythology is just still like put on today. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want something to last through millennia, have it be put violence sex and, and sex. violence in there. <laughs> it's a guaranteed human nip. It makes it, yeah. I like that, all the nips. <laughs> uh, the one with all the nips. Yeah. Uh, that might be this episode. <laughs> so, we did, we, done, we done on the Greek? I think we're good. Okay. I'm happy. So, when we come back from the credits, uh, we learned that, I'm just going to call him Perseus for the rest of the episode. Sure. We learned that Perseus is fine, and everyone would like to know what the fuck just happened, guys. Yeah. Things and um, life. Yeah. No one, no, no one believes Earth was complicit with this, and Freya's pretty sure that Major Graham was a Zartag. Yeah. And a victim of gold mine control technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, something was basically programmed into his subconscious and then covered with a false memory. It's like the ultimate sleeper agent. Right. So um, we also found out that not everyone is convinced that Zartags are a thing, guys. Right. This um, could be complete bullshit right now. completely unconfirmed. And yeah. Freya snaps back that she's documented and presented it to the High Council and they just don't buy it. Which I love that the weird personal politics exist here. Oh, yeah. That they're not just United like they everywhere else. Yeah, at some point, Martouf basically says, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. Like, like straight up <laughs> shit Just makes everywhere. it a little more realistic. Bureaucracy and politics yeah. is everywhere. Exactly. Maybe that's all, but just part of human nature. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just gold nature, too. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, they're arrogant enough. <laughs> and that tougher matter. nature. Yeah. <laughs> so, clearly, the high uh, counselor was the target. Um, Graham was triggered as soon as he saw him, and apparently the programming only required moments access to the victims before Yikes. they can mind yeah. wipe them or control them and they wonder you know how this could have been more secure mm-hmm. um, the bigger issue though is if if they knew Graham would see the high counselor then they know about this treaty summit and right. then the president could also be a target Yep. Which that's a giant leap and I'm gonna go with it. I mean it's not that big of a giant leap, but it's more of like I think I think it I think it'd be safe to say that because yes. there's a meeting with the president, yes. everything comes back to yeah. are they trying to kill the president? Yeah. Which yeah. is really the basis of 
anything where the president's involved. Right. Somehow it's like, the president, how is the president? We just, we, I mean, we just saw London falling. Is, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, somehow everyone's trying to kill the president. See, I think of the Rick and Morty episode with keep summer safe. Basically, oh, yeah. it's like, keep president safe. safe. Keep president safe. <laughs> and he's getting, I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> um, Jack wants to, like, hold off the summit, and Martuf is clear. Yeah. In 2,000 years, the Tokra have never <laughs> bowed to ghoul terrorism, yeah. and they won't start now. Get negotiate. off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, Martuf. <laughs> That's still a really good movie. It's always a good movie. Um... Problem is, is that anyone who has encountered the gold in the past couple of months could be a Zartag and they yeah. don't know about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Martuf and Freya debate if she truly does have a Xanax detector. I love this. I love this little back and forth. And I'm like, they're how are we snipping. getting out of this? Yeah, because yeah, they're snipping like a brother and like this yeah. high tension. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's clearly some, you know, dicks being swung around. I also find it interesting that we do not see Lantash or Anise anywhere in the Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Only Martuf. Martuf and Freya. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost bickering, and I, yeah. I, I like the break with the, the Xanax detector. Yeah. <laughs> Xanax detector. Good job, Jack. So back on Earth in the gate room, Hammond and Martuf send condolences to each other for the lives lost, and mm-hmm. Hammond is recalling all the SG teams and putting them on watch, and Freya is going to start with the rest of Graham's team. Mm. So Jammond is walking and talking. Yes. Uh, Janet says that they found an un- like unidentifiable residue, but nothing in the autopsy of Graham. But nothing would indicate he was under the influence of anything. Um, and she is a little skeptical about this whole Zartag thing. Um, and if Graham's brain was altered in any way, it was done with tech way beyond our understanding. Right. They're completely in the hands of the Tok'ra, and everyone is not super thrilled with that. Yeah, idea. anytime that it's not something that we have a handle on, of course, yeah. we're going to be pretty unhappy about it. It's exactly. like, this shit is above our means. It's kind of like when you're out of spells, and you're still in a fight. <laughs> Against the fucking walking tree that's coming for you, and you're just like, fuck you. Can I? Can My I character say, does nothing this round. Can I say? Uh, <laughs> and just flips off the monster. <laughs> can I say that when you guys went to have a little team meeting yeah. with, without the GM, uh, uh, he, he, boyfriend Jesse showed us what you're about to battle. Yeah. And Nick and I just started laughing hysterically. Yeah, we gonna die. Basically, a giant evil end, guys. Yeah. Guys, we're still fighting. It. It's like, weeks later <laughs> and i still know more information than her and it's really fun yeah it's no fun it's no fun at all <laughs> it's like yeah it's it's giant evil it's like if treebeard was pissed off and just a jackass like the complete giant jackass. pissed off jacket and like twice the size of treebeard yeah we gonna yeah. die we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah have fun. We had a sonic boom about 11.30 the night that they were playing this and, and like, bartender Nick and I had already left. So I literally woke up to the sonic boom and went, was that lightning striking and killing all of them? Yeah, that was us dying to death a million times over. <laughs> so uh, in the lab at the SGC, everyone who's not in the lab is watching from the observation room above. Lieutenant Astor comes in, gets strapped down, hooked up. Super not intimidating or anything. No, no. Uh, she doesn't look scared out of her mind at all. <laughs> poor what woman. would it be? You're being yeah, strapped Yeah, that poor out. woman. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically a super advanced lie detector. Um, mm-hmm. But the one step beyond it can go is it can detect if someone is lying, even if they are completely unaware that they are lying. Yeah. There's so many... <laughs> 
ethical <laughs> questions well, that this, this thing brings up. I will say this is that at the unlike how they t- so he goes it was originally created to verify information retrieved through the torture of captured ghouls right. and Freya's theory that they can use it to find false memories planted by programming I will say unlike the people that are torturing this device at least now granted they don't necessarily have the most say to say no but they are going in there willingly willingly yeah I, I mean and we do have a loophole for why this is being used and, and, yeah, and the process uh, for it and there seems to be some sort of checks and balances but the the power that this thing has yeah. brings on so many ethical questions. Like, what kind of fucked up shit could we use? Uh, we decided that you're lying. Yeah. Uh, your subconscious told us. Uh, I know that you don't know, but <laughs> we decided that you're lying, and now we're going to kill you. Yeah. It's, Holy uh, crap. Yeah. It can, that is reliance on technology. It was and just an idea. It was just an idea that popped into my head. It's it just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll say in this situation, I... I truly believe that they would not be using it device You're in that way right. in yeah. this situation. Um, yeah. But it is one of those where don't let the general public have this technology. It, it does seem, I had a conversation about this because, again, I'm taking like a Psych 101 class. Oh, okay. Well, no, so, no, it's like the lamest Psych 101 class type thing. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, we're studying about the ideas where cognitive thinking is the furthest part of yeah. your brain. And so I kind of had this conversation with boyfriend Jesse and it's like, well, uh, evolutionarily, uh, conscious thinking is an accident. It's yeah. a byproduct. Yeah, yeah. So really, if you try and take this back on the most scientific basis it makes sense it's like listen we're just trying to get to what the really stuff that matters here we need the lizard part of the brain yeah because that's what matters um but I still go back to grace mode and uh (laughs) and to the things that I think of and just like ethically yeah could possibly oh my god ethically questioning but I don't want to go on too far of a tangent here (laughs) I just wanted to raise the flag (laughs) flag raised (laughs) yeah Anyways, as she, as Astro's talking, the machine starts lighting up, and uh, Freya has her repeat her last memory. Um, they were, like, basically in, in combat on a planet. SG-15 was under fire, and she's like, everything went by so fast, I'm not really super 100% sure what happens. Right. Which is a great plan when you're under this device that's basically going to tell you if you're lying or not subconsciously without yeah, you realizing Yeah, the last it. thing you need to know is that, <laughs> is that you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, SG-15 was under fire, gliders are attacking whatever village they were visiting. Uh, they were booking it back to the Stargate. It was night. She was scared of her mind. Uh, she was, like, alone in the woods because the person she was with went to go back to help people who were, um, like, under fire. Jaffa comes up in front of her and she fires at it, killing Jaffa. And yeah. Freya's like, are you sure that you killed the Jaffa? She's like, yeah, I'm positive I killed yeah. Jaffa. And the machine is whirling going, it's like, no, 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 you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't kill anything. Get out of here, subconscious brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in Hammond's office, it's Hammond, Freya, Martuf, Jack. And Freya is like, look, I am positive that Lieutenant Astor is his Zartak. Mm. Uh, Freya's like, you know, there, there is one thing we can do. It's experimental at best. Yeah, a like, live vivisection. <laughs> Basically, to- <laughs> Jack. It doesn't. Jack just wants to remind Hammond what happened last time they trusted this woman. Right. Yeah. Referring to. From that time we almost died. A niece, yeah. rather than Freya. Right. 
Um, and worst case scenario is, worst case is that it completely damages the memories in Esther's brain. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It just basically lobotomizes her. Yeah. And, and that's all. They can't say, like, how bad or how much memory she'll lose. But if they didn't do this, then when she's triggered, she could become self-destructive. Right. Hammond's like, okay, I'm not making this choice. Let's let her make this choice. Yeah. Which is... Holy crap, yeah. that's pretty progressive of him to say. Yes. That's um, something else. Some choice, as Jack says, which I believe yeah. is echoed later in this episode. Yeah. So it seems she is going to choose to risk it. Um, yeah. she She's a little scared. Okay, she's fucking terrified. Yeah. <laughs> as Freya yeah. starts, as anyone would be. Yeah, she's like, let me stop fucking around. Yeah. I can read my thoughts anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, there, as there's a reason that Deadpool would say that I'm wearing my brown pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Aster quickly calls out for them to stop because of the pain she's in. Right. Martouf yells down, like, yeah, you should stop that. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's when Astro breaks free, takes out a couple people, takes one of their guns, shoots up the observation room. Jack yeah. tries to stop her, and then she turns the guns on herself and fires. Yeah. Everyone is clearly in shock. It's not good times. It's not good times. This was a really bad situation. This yes. poor woman was in a shitty situation. Oh, yeah. There's no way out. It doesn't help that Freya has no bedside manner. No, she doesn't. She's just like, hey, so this is going to hurt a lot, so <laughs> good luck, fucker. <laughs> Sorry. Except... <laughs> yeah, she's she is a lab scientist as opposed to, yeah. like, Janet, who actually, like, has empathy. Yeah. And There's works. these things that we like to call compassion. Yeah, and, emotions. Uh, emotions. <laughs> you don't have and them. And thinking those are necessary when you work with human... <laughs> Really, any live any, subjects, so, yeah, you yeah. should probably try to, you know, access these types of emotions. <laughs> no? Not happening? No, okay. not happening. Yeah, no, in it's the, a really fucked up situation. And in the commentary, Martin Wood, pr- like, praises, uh, like, how amazing Kristen was in this yeah. scene as Aster. And she was, um, she was, he's, he's really kind of bummed that, like, and we can't use her anymore because yeah, she's cause dead. Yeah, because she's dead, yeah. It was like, she was really good. I mean, it's kind of... Killed her off. Killed her off. Yeah. Used her up. Um, Just kidding. We revived her and made a clone. <laughs> Yay. To be fair, science fiction, that could happen. Yep. Um, also, it, it is interesting to note that here that he says that um, they they couldn't show the actual suicide because he says they couldn't show it on broadcast television, quote, oh. this time of day. They're on Showtime still. Oh, wow. Um, and it's also like... I'm pretty sure there's no actual rules because in cable, there's like no rules of which you can't. It's basically once you're off network television, it's basically yeah. up to the sponsors. Like, yeah, you don't do things because you're sponsored to freak the fuck out. Well, you out. know, I wonder if at some point they dialed back. I remember in the, you know, in the mid 90s, at some point there was a suicide episode. And I don't know that we watched the kid kill himself, but yeah. we get pretty fucking close. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I when, when it talks about like, they couldn't show it on television broadcast this time of day, like, I don't. That seems maybe like they chose to for I, obvious I think, reasons yeah. not I think to do it. The pendulum swung back, and people were a little more conservative on what they were willing yeah. to show. Yeah, but again, I, I, there was, there's no like broadcast television rules saying that you can't show, you know, a suicide. Yeah. it's more of like 
your sponsors who would like Showtime or your sponsors if you're on normal cable might go, yeah, we're pulling our funding yeah, from this one. Yeah, we don't support this. Which is yeah. basically how you get your rules because your sponsors tell yeah. you what, what they is the will. money? To yeah, it's basically what does the money say? Then let's hope the money, the money has some sort of moral ethic yes. process and how yes. they decide what they're okay with. Um, but yeah, no, the, the the rules of, you know, it's really, I've read a number of things seriously, basically, like, on swearing and curse words and, oh. and, and you know, fuck and all these kind of things, even nudity and things, you know, once you get off network, like, yeah. network broadcast. specifically American network, because I know even yeah. in, like, if you go to other countries, the word fuck is not well, censored I the same way like, it's censored here. Don't quote me this 100%, but I know in, like, uh, uh, in, in Britain on BBC, the rules, like, after 9 or 10 are mm-hmm. completely different than the rules before Daytime. 9 or 10. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's, like, evening versus night. And I know, like, in, in the U.S., like, on network television, no, you can't drop fuck, but yeah. on, you know... Like Bravo, now say Bravo's a bad example, but like yeah. on Walking Dead, yeah, like they in theory could drop fuck anytime they wanted to. It's yeah. it's based, it's like, but their sponsors would basically write, right? Not I write think rules, Breaking but Bad might have actually used f bombs yeah. and then bleeped them, yeah, or they like used them anyway, or they yeah. just barely dropped the audio or something. Yeah, it's like how they got around it in The Martian. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah, know yeah. The Martian, the the rating system there is actually a lot more clear cut versus PG thirteen versus R. So that's how they kept Martin the the Martian PG thirteen is that he actually curses. He, you get like one or two and you can still be PG-13 right. and they use those and there's like three or four other ones but they do creative editing where yeah. they cut to outside and you yeah, just all hear of a them they're yeah. off screen or something or, yeah. or the, he's like outside and the audio completely drops you just hear mouthing and stuff yeah. like that yeah. so when you get to like Walking Dead they could drop the F-bomb if they wanted to there's there's nothing in broadcast regulations so the idea is can't. that there's nothing saying they can but they chose not to they chose not to yeah with the suicide yeah yeah right on um, as far as I know yeah I could be there could have been rules in 2000 in some show time but I, I know nowadays yeah and I'm pretty sure back then the rules were it's more self self-imposed rules sure rather than actual yeah government fcc got it got issues. it yeah it's not the stuff that george carlin sang to us about. it's not the same george <laughs> yeah yeah um but it's like i remember it and it was on was it newsroom there was something where no yes no it wasn't newsroom it was something <laughs> else it was uh, I forgot what series it was. What's oh, the story? No, it was on um Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. Oh, gotcha. Strip. And, yeah. and because it was well, like it was a an live... Aaron Sorkin show. You it were was Aaron Sorkin. I was close you were enough. Close. Yeah. Uh, it was like a it was a live newscast, and he was in like a war zone, and something happened, and the person, the, the reporter, like yelled "fuck" like, yeah. live, and they're like they're doing all these fines. He was like he was in the middle of a goddamn war zone, and yeah. he dropped. Like, this who, is gonna happen. How are you going to run against him? Yeah. But it's because he was on network television. A little random story I have to share. We yes. had a new weather person who said the weather is gonna be kind of shitty <laughs> and then was never seen that, from that. again. <laughs> you can't do that. Was never seen from again because you don't do that on day one. <laughs> there's a reason they don't put the me on television. End. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a reason this has explicit rating. Fucking fuck fuck. Get it out there. Get them done. <laughs> yeah. So back to the episode. Off our tangent of broadcast regulations. Yeah. Jeez. 
The tangent cast to meet all tangent cast. Um, (laughs) So back in Hammond's room, both security guys that Aster attacked have serious injuries, but they'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Freya says the programming must have triggered, um, like, when it sensed it was being tampered with, basically. Right. Um, She's like, I hold myself accountable. And I'm sure Jack is like, I hold you fucking accountable too. But Hammond's like, I hold the ghoul accountable because Hammond is a better man than Jack. (laughs) Let's have a little bit of reasoning here. Yeah. Um, But they can't, uh, they can't analyze the affected part of her brain because of the gunshot, uh, which Freya thinks could have helped with the research a lot. Right. And Hammond says that, you know, there there can't be a summit unless we can ensure the president's safety. And Freya's like, don't worry, I'm going to have the testing done in time. Next up is SG-1. Dun-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
Freya hasn't thanked him yet for saving his life twice in this episode. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, um, no offense, lady, but I would have done that for anyone. Remember the time that you can't read any signals, Freya? Yeah. Let's just go here. And to be fair, Jack really would have done that for anyone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and then Freya leans over and kisses him. Poor one. Freya's like hanging on to like <laughs> yikes. It's one very long kiss where Jack's feet drop off the bed they were on and his <laughs> hand goes up and they like, can you pardon me? Excuse, excuse me, me. Let's not do this. Can uh, we? And it, like it's almost as a question. And he's like, what what are what you what are you what are you doing? Yeah. Freya, like, got once in a while a long time ago in upgrades. Jack was like, huh, maybe I'm into this. And she's like, remember that one time you were into this? Why are you not still into this? Poor Freya. This sucks for her. She comes from a planet where the people aren't afraid to show their affection for someone. And they have the most wonderful awkward conversation occurs, including Lomachen. Yeah. Let's let Lomachen, uh, I'm totally (laughs) using that. Thankfully, they do not... They don't have to explain what yeah. Lama Shem means. Yeah, I think I think we got this. I think Jack uh, Jack knows this. And Anise is more interested in Daniel on an intellectual level, but she, she would have to <laughs> suffer. <laughs> yeah, that's not a really good way to that's get not. someone to like Lama Shem with you. <laughs> well, it's also like, dude, that's kind of harsh towards your symbiote, dude. Yeah, you just have to suffer. I have control, and I I'm want to do it. I want to Lama Shem with this man. Yeah. One, you're not going to convince Jack anymore. Like, oh, oh, good. So you think I'm dumb but hot? Awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> also, yeah. like, there's also, since you, we love bringing up the ethical questions, like, what's the ethical question? If, since they both technically own the body 50-50 here, if one of the two oh, entities gosh. doesn't want to have sex with someone and the other one is like, no, I'm in control now and having sex with this yeah, one. Yeah, oh god, that's terrible. That's true. I'm not, <laughs> I don't, I'm not ready to dig into that. I'm still not ready. We're just going to, for the sake of argument, say that Anise's, well, not her preference, won't have any issues with it. Yeah. Um, Deal with it. And Jack points out that there are so many reasons why this is wrong uh-huh. and weird yep. and wrong. And did we mention wrong? Yeah. This is all the wrongs. This is all the wrongs. Starting with how they share bodies. Yeah. Let me count the ways. How do I wrong thee? And she's like, what? You don't find me attractive? Yeah. That's def- That's never the case. Lady. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be that it's almost never the reason why it's never the reason. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're dealing with a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Who I, don't th- I don't think, like, no, I don't think Jack's going to have an, like, no. Yeah. That's not. That's really not it. Uh, and then, before he can answer, she just kisses him again. Yeah. Didn't work the first time. Maybe let's try it again. And then he's like, and this is, might be my favorite line yeah. of the entire <laughs> episode. Yes. Because of the double entendre of it all. He's like, hold up. I could blow any minute. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, Jack. <laughs> and Thank actually, goodness we're not on network television anymore. And it actually anymore. takes you a second to realize, no, he's actually talking about the fact that his mind is a time bomb and he could... Yeah, he could take, blow it any minute. But that's not... <laughs> that's actually the meaning <laughs> that it takes you a second to realize. Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. Yeah, you get the double of the entendres and before I'm you get the sure, single entendre. <laughs> pretty sure Jack meant that as the double of the entendres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah. 
Yikes. That it's was, I think that's so where awkward. awkward advances came from. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Um, and then, and then if Freya asks if he's loyal to someone else instead, and he's like, that's not the point right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this avoidance of, uh, of, of reality here. Um, and she's like, well, I can tell I've made you uncomfortable by my offer. Yeah. And she's, a little bit. She's, she's heard humans on earth have many inhibitions and stigmas around intimacy. He's like, yeah, I've heard, heard that too. I think you should <laughs> think you should go now. You should go now. Gotta go. Here, I'm gonna carry my pillow with me. Yeah, don't. I'm just gonna sit here for a little while quietly and think about my grandma. And uh, she, he's like, maybe you should be focusing on helping me and Sam a little more than just helping me. And she's like, well, I want to know. I, I, I need to. I want to know what love is. <laughs> no. I want you to show me. <laughs> And Jack's like, no. That might have done it. I will not show you. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn the record scratch. You're done here. Go home now, kids. Yeah. And yeah, he, that was she's awkward. Like, she's like, I want to apologize for uncomfortable. He's like, no need. We're both adults. Yeah, there's there's no good way to get out of no. that situation. Just no. get out of it. Just and I like Run. how he knocks on the door and then knocks on the door a bit more like someone open this door Let's get her out of here this is really bad now and she's going to learn more about their customs as to not to make him uncomfortable again he's like you know how you can do that by never mentioning anything just please get out again. just please get out and get right. me a beer okay thank you bye yeah. and then the look the guard gives Jack yeah jeez yeah he's like what the hell just uh maybe I don't want to know but I do want to know yeah it's um it's really awkward. Yeah. It's really awkward. It's not good stuff. Let's move forward. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah. I'm awkward. You're awkward. They're awkward. Even was, the dog just found it awkward. She she's just like, I'm out of here. The biggest sigh. She's like, Freya, jeez. She's This is Freya. not okay. Uh, yeah. So in the briefing room, we see a red carpet being put down by the gate. The, star, <laughs> the ramp to the stargate. Yeah. There's negotiation going about the specific wording of the treaty. Mm-hmm. And Freya comes in saying that she has been doing some research of her research and now thinks that pr- at least one prior Zartex lost control and it's clear that they could not no longer achieve their goals. So by keeping them confined, they could just be yeah. like, ensuring their self-destructiveness. Basically, they're damned if they're do, do and damned if they don't. Yes. So it's uh, yeah. So if they don't complete their mission, they're gonna kill themselves. So we're yeah. kind of fucked always around here. So then Martuf heads to see Sam, which to be fair is much less awkward. Mm-hmm. There's still some awkwardness in this. Yeah. So much less awkward though. Yeah. She's writing a letter for her dad, and Martuf says he's already sent word to Jacob. He'll hopefully be on his way soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "Look, I have an option to throw at you," and Sam's like, "Pretty sure I know what the option is." Uh, and, and he's like, Freya thinks that the procedure failed since she stopped it last time, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, if, if you let it sort of complete to its end, you won't go crazy in the middle of it. Right. And, um, and she's like, you know, there, there could be a rush because the whole presence coming, you know, thing. Yeah. Get this done yeah. soon. Um, and they're also worried that something's going to happen to them if they just let them sit here in isolation while the meeting's going on. Sure, yeah. So they have two days okay. to wait and see what's going to happen. Um, she can try the procedure. Go, yeah. Go crazy. Uh-huh. Possibly even with brain damage. Yeah. Damage, or damage, damage. Martuf's like, or you could, you know, risk. Look, he's like, look, I... Would never want to risk what's losing left of Jolinar, and I've grown attached to you as well. I've grown accustomed to your face. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's my my reference to, what, I guess Broadway. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, My Fair Lady. Oh yeah. But I guess it's more the movie. I've grown accustomed to her face. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Sam's in a shitty situation. They're both basically in this real shitty situation. Yeah. You can try this deadly procedure. Yeah. Or you can try possibly trying not to kill yourself. And. And Sam's really annoyed, as I would be, because yeah. this entire thing is based on assumptions. They yeah. don't know the president's the target. They don't know if she will lose it if she's stuck in here in isolation during the summit. Mm-hmm. And Martoufs points out that they also don't know that she will suffer any ill effects if they try the procedure. That's true. So this is where my tinfoil hat theory comes in. Okay. 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 So the name of this episode is Divide and Conquer. Yes. And my theory has to do... So here's the idea. It starts to feel a little suspicious... Um, that Sam and Jack are, are the targets of this procedure, are the two that have been told that, yes, you're affected. Okay. It starts to seem a little suspicious that the Turk are like, yeah, let's just play with Sam and Jack a lot. Yeah. And fuck with them. Maybe the idea is that they're trying to divide and conquer this SG team. I don't like this. I don't like the way this is going. And the, and the fact that they reveal what they reveal at the end between Jack and Sam is like a coincidence. Yeah, this. yeah. It's almost, well, it's just this idea that what's the Troka really up to right now? Are they the ones trying to divide and conquer? Am I reading too much into the show's title? Maybe, but that's my theory. Okay. Because this is not now the first time that the Troker has fucked with us. I am taking a drink looking at you. <laughs> they, yeah, they fucked with us too many times now. They're, they're supposed to be our friends, but now they're like that shitty friend that's like, yeah, I'm totally your friend. I'm not just trying I'm to totally fuck with you. totally signing a treaty with you. Yeah, and keeping you close because I'm actually just trying to manipulate you and do things. Yeah. There's my theory. All right. The future of Stargate according to Grace. Take off your tinfoil hat now. Okay. Okay. We're back. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now Daniel and Jack are chatting in Jack's room. Yes. In maybe the most adorable scene in the episode. I, this, yes, this is another one where I found there was a specific line that I read a lot into and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) They're, they're debating the procedure as well. Yes. You know, he could be fine or not. Yeah. And Daniel doesn't know what he would do. I, okay. And that's the line where Jack goes, what would you do? Yeah. When? When would we have ever thought in season one that Jack would yeah. come to Daniel and say, hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. hey, there's this big thing in my life. What would you do? Holy <laughs> fuck. This just speaks so much to the growth of their friendship. They're so bros. There's like, yes. They have such a cute bromance. This is the best thing for their friendship. Unfortunately, it means someone could be dying right now. <laughs> but for their friendship, this is the greatest thing right now. It'll be so good when someone doesn't die. Yeah. Please don't die because then you'll be dead and that won't be good for the friendship. It's hard to be friends with someone who's dead. Well, I mean, you know. Unless, you know, there's some really cool ghost Science stuff Science fiction. Yeah, it's fair. Um, so Jack is like, well, Freya made a, Freya made a pass at me. And, but the snake thing has a thing for you. And yeah. Jack then starts playing with his yo-yo again. This really is awkwardly. very like school kid. Like, well, Freya like likes me, but Anise like likes you. But I kind of don't like like either of them. Like I like them, but I don't like like them. And I might kind of like Sam, but I don't want to talk about it right now. And then I just, it's, like, <laughs> it's just awkward silence. And Jack is playing with his yo-yo. And Daniel's like, these are the Jack moments that I will miss the most. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I love Daniel's like, really? And then she kind of likes me, and, and he kind of likes me. 
Like I like I know you're dying and all right now, and there's some real shitty stuff. But so so what does she say? Like there's what does she say about me? me? Like like uh, tell me exactly how did like well, how did she say it? Like what did she say? I just love where it's like <laughs> Jack says that or Daniel says that, and Jack's like what what? Yeah, I didn't say anything. No. Yeah, I nothing didn't show happened. Emotion. I'm done now. I'm going oh, back to. I was always talking so to the yo yo. I was never talking to you. So in the briefing room, Daniel clarifies that it's like, look, um, like, it's it's not Freya. Like he, they, it's they, he just rather risk dying than lose what they like. It's not about right. you. Yeah. It's like they would rather die than lose who they are. Right. So, new plan. <laughs> Janet says they can just sedate them and restrain them while the summit's going on. Yeah. That's a, let's try plan B. Let's see. D. D? Z? <laughs> Where are we now? Plans. All the plans. So, in Jack's room, they're wheeling in some medical equipment. And Janet says that, look, we, we have no choice at this point. No. Like, yeah. you got to work with me here, dude. Uh, we can see just like falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, as long, you know, it, he's like, well, how long am I going to be out? And she's like, uh, as long as it takes to find a better treatment than Freya's, because I still think she's a bitch. Yeah. And I don't like We're anything she We're basically just putting you under until you're going to hang out with Walt Disney's head <laughs> until we can find a way to keep you alive. Yeah. Until Freya's gone and I can run the show again, that's yeah. how long you'll be out. So, yeah. So go to sleep. Say bye to Freya. Because a snark fest between them is still alive. Yeah. Uh, the tension there is palpable. Yeah, That's it's the word, right? visceral. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Daniel's all spiffy in his suit and looks much better than his suits from the first season or two. Thank goodness. Yeah, he's, he's found a good suit guy. <laughs> yeah, he has a suit guy. <laughs> suit up! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it might be related to Barney. Suit up. And the president, <laughs> is the president's doing an hour. Also, yeah. he has much better glasses to go with the suit as That's well. That's true. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's looking good for the president. We're fully in the I only have glasses when I need to have glasses frame <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I put on my contacts finally. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what basically. he's doing. Yeah. Um, so then Teal'c arrives asking if there's anything Jack requires. Uh, he's like, yeah, another option yeah. to these. Uh, Freya's like, look, there's still time for the procedure. And Janet's like, can you shut up about the procedure already? We just got into a group yeah. going under. Stop. Uh, Stop trying to kill everybody. I know what you're up to with your divide and conquer <laughs> tactics. But then Jack is like, look, you said that if you could have done a proper autopsy and asked her, it would have helped you a lot. Mm. Okay, fine. So we'll do it. Yeah. Um, and because he's like, I've done the drug that strep to a bed thing before. Yeah. That's All the questions. So many questions. <laughs> what do you mean by this? Uh, we're like, can you stop? Rewind. Come again for big fun. Use your fudge. line. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is not my line. It's Marshall again. That's fair. It's again from How Much Mother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, rewind to the drug that strapped in the bed reference. Yeah. That you don't go in so many directions. You don't throw that away casually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we better be coming back to With, this like, at some time. the story of that. Yeah. Under what situation was because, this? So, yeah. What type of addiction are you dealing with, Jack? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Is that why you keep all your emotions buried deep inside? Well, I mean, to me, there's multiple things. Like, this could be he was a prisoner of war. Right. For a short time, he was captured. Mm -hmm. So this could have been some really horrible, you know, torture, captive situation. Yeah. This also could have been, like, 
in the 70s, early 80s, and just, like, a kinky thing. Like He does say drugged out, strapped to a bed. Drugged true, out, yeah, strapped to a bed. To me, which sounds like withdrawal. But, but yeah, I'm like, everybody no will approach this their own way. That's what I'm saying. Like, or yeah. be, like there's there's multiple very different situations. Why did you say, I've been through some shit? <laughs> exactly. Why did you just You're keep it You're very specific ch- about this. Don't do this to us. <laughs> Don't do this to us. Anyway... Uh, and, I mean, he does say that, look, um, if, if the same thing happens to me that happened to Aster, Liz can help Sam, because her brain is worth a lot more than my brain is. Yeah, that's very sweet of him to say. It is. Goodness. Um, and if we cut to Sam, and she's not okay with this idea. No, she's very not, <laughs> not okay, okay with okay. this. She's pretty unhappy with this. Um, she, she wants to go to stop him. She begs. She tries to get out the door. And as she looks out the door, she sees him walking down the hallway. And he looks back at her. And Jana's like, look, it's his choice. And Jana's like, look, I have to do this now because time's a ticking. And yeah. got to get you under. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as Jack is being escorted, we see a motley couple of people fairly in the backgrounds. That yeah. would be uh, that'd be Sergeant Siler and Major Wood <laughs> just hanging out. Major Wood just like a little extras lounge over there. And again, they're and just at like the craft table. Yeah, like they're not actually anywhere. And yeah. I just love like in the commentary too. Someone's like, "Why are you always with Siler?" And he and and Martin Wood's like, "Because Siler is my foil." <laughs> because uh, reasons and he's motley fun. crew. <laughs> um, so at the base of the ramp uh, is a Stargate is dying. In, mm-hmm. um, Hammond, Daniel tells Hammond, uh, who is in his very nice, looking very sharp in his blues, I must say. <laughs> yeah, always, always. Props to Hammond. Yep. Uh, and uh, that, that um, he tells Hammond and Martouf that Jack is going under, or undergoing the procedure now, and, and Sam is being sedated. Mm-hmm. Um, and can I say, I like the small bit of detail that the obvious security is increased, but even Daniel has to show his badge clearly. Yes, yeah. Although, to be fair... Hammond and Martouf just walked on in the other side. Again, it's Hammond. They're like, badges, we don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I like that it's obvious. And you see later, everyone clearly has their badge shown. uh, Yeah, it's, it's, you know, corporate's here today. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're all putting on our badges. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This doesn't feel familiar at all. (laughs) (laughs) So they get the Toker IDC, and the High Chancellor comes through with his own secret service. Mm -hmm. Uh, Janet is sedating Sam, and she calls out to Janet. In a very touching little yeah. scene, oh, she's gosh. scared shitless. This part's just sad. Yeah, there's no. I don't have other yeah. words. It's just sad, and I don't like it. And no. everything's. This doesn't like. I know that ultimately the team's going to be okay because yeah, I am. It's you an, are watching epi- this. Yeah, it's an episodic TV show. But I'm just like, this is shitty. Yeah, this is really shitty. And to be fair, this one does have consequences at the end. It does. It um, does. And and yeah, we'll get just, to those. Yep. So Jack is being strapped down to the machine, uh, and Teal'c is there taking his Zat gun out for mm-hmm. insurance. Sure. It always makes you feel more confident. Yeah. Uh, in the gate room, Perseus praises the changes that Daniel made to the treaty. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an inspiring document, and Perseus is, like, talking to Daniel. Hammond's, he's just, like, not even hearing it. He's, he's like, like, what? Preoccupied. Hammond's like, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel. Over here. Hey, Over here. hey. Come Look on. at us. Pay attention. Now, I'd love to see what this, what Daniel did. Because it sounds like in the midst of all this shit that's happening, yeah. Daniel's pretty skilled at this stuff. Oh, d- I'd love to know what actually went into that treaty. Yeah. What didn't go into it. He's a word, he's a, he's a crafty wordsmith. Yeah, he definitely is. 
He's, yeah, I'm liking Daniel more and more every day, guys. You're not gonna lie. Yeah, he's pretty, he gets pretty (laughs) cool. I told you. Yeah. First episode, he thought I was crazy. Uh, yeah. I Um, was convinced he was just a bumbling idiot. He's no longer, is he such a bumbling idiot? I mean, he still bumbles. He's still bumbling. He can bumble with the best of the bumblers. (laughs) It's not his natural state as much anymore. He's just not an idiot as much as I thought. So, back in Sam's room, she's calling out, uh, Colonel, like, she sees him, like, walk in the, in her she's having flashbacks things. yeah she sees him walking in the corridor again she sees him on the gold ship uh, Janet thinks they're gonna have to increase the dose of the sedative mm-hmm. um, she sees a flashback again one of my nightmares by the way is going under yeah. and not having enough sedative yeah yeah and being just aware enough to where you're oh, aware yeah that's terrifying sounding nightmares the very least here nothing is happening to her while she's yeah, sedated. Yeah, that's true. So that's at least the positives here. Yeah, people who are in charge of this stuff, I... And I can my imagine... to you. And I can imagine, like, on Janet's end, and I know nothing about any of this, but I can imagine her end, if, if, they're, if, if she's just putting Sam under so that she sort of stays unconscious, she's like... At the lowest possible yeah, necessary level. Yeah, the least amount of Almost meds. like a twilight sleepy type yep, thing. Yep, uh, yeah. And so... Just it, enough to keep her restrained. Exactly. Um, but uh, she she starts she starts seeing the flashbacks to the gold ship again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she starts saying, while doped up, that the machine is wrong and that they lied. They didn't even know they were lying. Yeah. So Freya's about to start in on Jack... Uh, when Janet runs in and tells him to stop. Mm-hmm. Sam is led, still a little woozy-doozy, uh, in, into the room. Um, Jack is strapped down and still, and Sam asks, like, can we have a, can we have a moment alone? Yeah. I'm surprised that they get this moment. I am true. To be fair, I'm pretty sure everyone just kind of files up to the observation room and leads some guards outside. Yeah, the idea that these two people who could blow themselves yeah, up are left alone in a room together. Yeah. Guys, maybe not, but fine. <laughs> fine. Let's ride the For story. For the sake of the show, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he's Jack's like, what's what's going on? Yeah. And seems like, we're not Zartags. Yeah. And he goes, well, the we're machine just says. Who <laughs> <laughs> can't admit feelings. <laughs> it's like the machine... The machine says we have false memories, but we don't have false memories. We were lying. Jack's like, I wasn't lying. He goes, okay, fine. You weren't lying. You left yeah. something out. He goes, yeah. no, I didn't. Sam's like, God damn it. Don't make this harder for me. Seriously. I'm trying not to say the explicit words here. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is very uncomfortable for both of us. He's like, you know, when you wouldn't leave me, there. are you sure that there's not something you weren't admitting? Uh-huh. Something neither of us can admit considering our working relationship yeah. or our military relationship. Let me say the word relationship <laughs> again. And, and he's like, oh. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. There's this elephant in this room right now. It's sitting on my chest. It's so large. Can you please admit that there's an elephant in this room? So the elephant can disappear or at least get a bit smaller. Because right now it's farting up a storm (laughs) and making so much noise. Um, They weren't weren't telling the whole truth, which is why the machine thinks they're false memories. Mm -hmm. She's like, retest us. Yeah. Uh, In the corridor, Hammond meets up with the new president. Yeah. Yeah. so backstory, backstory <laughs> in the back, or like, like side story. Yeah. Um, so Freya retests Jack, mm-hmm. and they we go flashback to the scene again. 
um, that they, he's like, look, I did everything I could. I couldn't save her. Um, he's like, I could have, I guess, saved myself. And she, and she's basically like the thing's still whirling. And Sam's like, dude, continue. Please, please the point. don't do this again. Remember? Yeah. So they just pause. And uh, like Sam's like, you should, in the flashback, you should go. And he's like, no. And they just kind of look at each other without saying anything. Mm-hmm. And in the lab, he felt like someone who's going to die. Right. The machine is still lighting up. Sam's like, no, 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 no. This is a part where Grace goes, come on. And she's now standing in front of the TV. Yeah. Going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jack says that he didn't leave because he would rather have died himself than lose Sam. That's or, it? Sorry, Carter. Yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't call him Sam. Yeah. Um, because forbid, he showed too much emotion. Exactly. By saying the woman's name. Because he cares for her a lot more than he's supposed to. And oh. the machine calms down. Yeah. And I love how they do, They just cut back and forth between tights of Sam and yeah, Jack and the, no one else in the room. Yeah. And I, I like that he doesn't say, because I love her. Exactly. Because he would not be he able to get there. No. I just, that God, a lot more than I'm supposed to. Because it's also like, Jack probably hasn't gotten, like, it's love just, is not a word he's, he's like, I, I just care so about her. Appropriate. And I See, don't know what it is. There's... There's these two people that, you know, this. I think we've all been in this situation where our friends are dealing with something. Yeah. And you can't tell your friend, hey, you're dealing with this. All you can do is be there. Yeah. All you can do is be there and let them get to where they're going. Exactly. And eventually they'll figure it out. But you can't. And it hurts and it sucks. That's basically where both of them are. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, now there's this machine that's essentially like, I'm going to squeeze these things out of you. Yes. Whether you're ready for it or not. So yep. I'm squeezing all this shit out of you. So, of course, he's not ready to tell her he loves her. No. He's not ready. He's not there. So this is the most he can say. And the fact that it even says that much, you can feel how much it, like, rips him yes. apart. Oh, my God. So well, many feels. it's also, you know, these two people, like, I honestly don't think that either one of them are in the place that they would, quote unquote, love each other right. anyway. Yeah. You know, they are still in the like, they're like, look, we not only do we work together, mm-hmm. which is for many people a no go yeah. for things like these, but also like. It's against regs, and both of us are military people. Yeah, we're and both so of hardcore us, with how much yeah, we're willing. Like, they were almost willing to die for this. It's like, it, well, it's more of, like, I don't think it was a conscious decision on their no. part. Like, both of them didn't even entertain the idea to admit this or even admit it to do anything about it because it doesn't cross their There's mind. There's nothing more to do with it, yeah. Because they're like, well, we work together, and he's a higher rank than me. Like, nothing... Nothing, Nothing can happen, happen anyway, so yeah. it's, there's not this even... This fizzles before it starts. It's not yeah. even worth considering it as But we've thing. all been there. We've all had that unrequited love. I know. The one that can't be and it shouldn't be. You yeah. see this person every yep. freaking day. Yep. And there's nothing you can do it's about nothing. it. nothing. God, my it's heart. Nothing. My heart. Exactly. Love you guys. Um, so I'm saying now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like as hardcore shippy as they can get. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I mean... Just that, that line itself, just... And again, God. this is... And this is what I love. Different TV shows would 
they would have said they love each other. Yeah. Different TV shows, this would have been the big thing that got a relationship to start. Right. Other right. TV shows would have written a lot more in there than they just look at each other without saying anything. Like, yeah. I like that this is so restrained because it's this is it has to be, yeah. real to the characters. Neither right. one of these characters would be like, oh, I love you, let's go make out. Like, no. No, it's just not it's how not. it would happen. And it's not what the show's about. It's and not. it's not what they're about. Exactly. And and so it's it's perfectly appropriate with, but it still has all that anguish in there that yeah. is appropriate. Again, when you cannot express these type of exactly. feelings, you deal with all that internally. It goes, and, and a lot of people have compared this to... Um, um, to Mulder and Scully in X-Files. Oh, gotcha. Um, but they had the space to go a little bit further. It took them a fuck ton long time to get a little further, <laughs> but um, it is kind of the same thing. Like, like we work together. Like, it's, we're, it's not even a thing that we can consider. But at the same yeah. time, the fans were like, kiss, kiss, oh, yeah. kiss, 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 kiss. Because, <laughs> well, you know, we're all red-blooded humans, yeah. you know, with feelings and things. And, yeah, just something, that line specifically, I don't know who gets credit for that, but more than I'm supposed to. Yes, I love it. More than I'm supposed to. It's not because I love her. It's not yeah. I care about her. It's, it's not. It's more than I'm supposed yeah. to. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so they have to say they then go retest Sam. We don't yeah. get to hear this. Hear the story. This from is where we're like, oh shit, Martuf gonna die. Yeah, uh, she's not a Zartag either. I kind of would have wanted to hear it from her side too, though. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would have loved. I also here's my favorite thing is mm-hmm. um, Janet and Tilk at least are up in the observation room. They're just yeah. listening. Here's the thing: they can talk. And the people in the room can't hear them unless they talk into the mic. That's true. Are they just sitting up there with popcorn? Like, what's happening like, next? I feel like at that point, Janet's just laughing because she she has to know. I know. She's again. She is that friend we talked about. Yeah. She knows that Sam is in love with Janet. Like, and she knows just... because Janet's probably tried to set Sam up with so many people and nothing works. And she's probably tried to like poke at it a little and be like, "Oh, they don't you know, like him." He's not uh, quite snarky enough. Maybe not uh, Jack enough. enough. Yeah. Does it need to be a little more curly for you? And, and Teal's probably just like, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they just made already? Because that's what you call it. And like, I just want to hear, I just want this scene from their point of view. Like a little side, like, just like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, or so. like an exchange of money. It's like, I told you. I told you. It's like, I thought it'd go two more months for sure. It'd be over exactly. under. What's wrong? <laughs> um, so everyone everyone has been tested, and Jack and Sam agree that none of this has to leave the room, and they're both okay with that, yeah. except Janet and Teal'c also know. Yeah. You might be okay with it. I'm telling everybody. Oh. You know Janet's telling Daniel. Oh, like the know. next, Like the next Quavo, she's like, so, guess what I know. <laughs> exactly. So like, I have to tell you a thing. Because I have to tell you a thing that's going to be the best thing. I love that, like, that's like a weird, there's almost nothing on screen, but you kind of really want there to be a ship between Daniel and Janet. Oh, I can see that. Like, I can see that. Yeah. Or at least just like... Oh, this is gonna sound crap. It's just like flirting, like like fuck buddies, even. Yeah, like, it's just okay. like they're just like like weird flirting. They're just yeah. like 
like we don't want a relationship. We're just gonna fuck with just yeah. Not it's just fun to like with mess each, with each other. Fuck with each other, but I mean, just like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just kind of winking. They're just a little snarky. There's a little chemistry that could yeah, happen. Just That's all. With each other, it's like you know what do they call it? Like a work husband. Yeah, That's yeah. her work husband exactly. in work life. Yeah, they just get a little further than I those mean, normally do. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a little too far. Yeah, <laughs> don't go too far with those guys. That's not what. It's not actually your wife or husband. To be fair, it's all you just can't unless you actually have like a person at home. If you don't have a person at home... Oh, go to town. Exactly. Maybe that is your real Exactly. <laughs> um, Grab the bull by the horns. Don't wait for your... The Xanax to I'm get you. I'm waiting for how Wayne see how far you go with that. No, I'm done. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> say, there's no president, no, no threat to the president, and I love how Jack's like, there's no threat to the president. I still have some questions for him, though. <laughs> Just kidding. There's no, like, threats on his life, but threats on his annoyance level, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then... He's going to tell him about the fishy cut. There, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. And then they they ask if Martouf was tested. Mmm. Mmm. So, in the gate room, as Daniel is talking, an airman walks up to Daniel and whispers something in his ear, which causes him to pause. And then, inevitably, we see Martouf activate his No, ring. well, now that this thing has come out with Sam and Jack, yeah. it's not necessary as a love exactly. interest. There's no reason. Might There's no, him off. You have no plot armor anymore. <laughs> You're out. You're out. <laughs> You're only here because of you, Sam. You're yeah. done. So Daniel slowly walks over to him and asks if he can talk to Martouf outside. Mm-hmm. But before that can happen, the president walks in and Martouf knocks Daniel out of the way and fires at the president. Secret <laughs> Service opens fire repeatedly on him does not stop him yeah um teal comes in and hits him with a zat which slows him down knocks him to his knees um and sam comes up behind teal and tells him to hold their fire everyone's weapons everyone's weapons are now trained on martu as he slowly right. fights he his hand raises in the same way that grams did before activating right. the self-destruct and he calls out to samantha and sam oh. shoots him a second time with his atcon which of course knows will kill him and going to him as he falls to the ground, holding the ring up and all clear. Um, Hammond comes in to ask if everyone's okay. The president's okay. And this is not actually the real president. This mm-hmm. is a decoy. Ta-da! Um, Bamboozled! It's, it's like Padmaid's handmaidens yeah. in, <laughs> in the Star Wars. It wasn't that not actually Natalie Portman. It was Kira Knightley the whole time! <laughs> real president's still in your first one. And Percy is hoping that this is the last time such a deception will be acquired by either of them. Yeah. And Sam holds Martouf's body as Freya assures her that Martouf's death will ultimately prove to be a noble sacrifice. And I'm like, shut up, Freya. Yeah, I like that she's trying, but it's like, I can't actually think of how. No, well, I think it's because... His brain's still intact. They were talking yeah, earlier about fair. how he can, she can dissect the brain and yeah, see he's further on. That's fair. Um, and Sam, but it's like, Fred, just leave. Sam gives that look of, I don't really give a shit what you have to say in this moment. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Uh, yeah. And we pan out to her holding Martouf uh, while everyone is standing around looking at them. Well, and it's like, just when she was feeling feelings for Jack and yep. admitting to them, now she's got to deal with these feelings. Yep. Because it's not just her, like, it's as well. Yeah. Damn it. This is not okay. Yeah. And um, also, um, I forgot to put these in my notes earlier um, when we were talking. The mm-hmm. the scene with uh, Jack and Sam on the uh, Gould ship that they keep flashing back to. Yes. The, the moment that caused all the problems. Yes. 
There's apparently some lines written for them in that scene. Oh. And both Rick and Amanda chose not to say them. Like, and the director. Like, it was a, it was decision on set to oh, not wow. say those lines. So yeah. we we're talking about how it was so much more effective because they were restrained. And I like that in the moment they recognize that these characters wouldn't be saying something No, else. they wouldn't. They're not super verbal. They're, They're not, not Daniel. Exactly. Daniel would be like just diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. In confessional. Word like, vomit. These beautiful, lovely word vomits <laughs> yeah. would come from his face. Yeah. It like you know, like the like a Nora Ephron movie. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just not who who Sam and Jack are. Nope. It's just not. It's not. So here's our little ditty of of Zach Zach, and Jack and S- Sam. Jack and Samantha. <laughs> yeah. I keep I keep trying to work their names in there and it doesn't It's we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. But Sam and Jack. <laughs> it's almost there. Two We're Canadian very kids. Well, they're not both only yeah. Canadian. Both <laughs> Canadians. Like, yeah. It's like Canada Two South. Northern kids. Growing up in the hot light. Um, yeah. Any, I mean, this Top episode. of the list for Grey. Shocking. Not really. Yeah. <sighs> definitely, definitely top of the list. I love this episode. I, I love... I just like how they played everybody. I like that this is finally out because uh, now it's like, well, now what do you do with it? Now yeah. what do you do with it? Knowing them, they ignore it completely and stick it way down deep yeah, in that emotion it, just jar. Shove it, shove it cheap just down. Just shove it as far down as that could go. Throw some chocolate cake on top of there. You're <laughs> yeah. good. You're good. Just don't look at it. If just you don't look at it, it doesn't uh, exist. Yeah. Get it, down there. It's like a T-Rex. Don't move and it can't yeah, see you. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think we covered most of those points. Um, I would love to get deeper into the idea of this memory box thing. Yeah. This thing that fucks with your memories. But, yeah, this thing came in. It squeezed out feelings and thoughts that they weren't ready to share. Stuff yeah. that lived in their subconscious. It, it's a bit unfair. It's like an emotional but it is, juicer. Yeah, that's just what, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a conscious juicer. Yeah. It's, it just sits there and juices out whatever's in there and, and you weren't ready for it. And, yeah. And it's really unfair. Yeah. But now it's here and now we deal with it. Now We're what? not. Yeah. Now we choose Damn not it. to deal with it. And the Tokra, I'm on to you guys. It's like it almost you. speaks more that they don't, that they purposely ignore it. Like it speaks well, more yeah. almost that they're like, nope, that didn't happen. It's, I guess it makes sense to the character yeah. that they would not immediately be like, so now what do we do with this? Yeah. Oh my God. No, they want to <laughs> no, do that. No, they're not going to make out. But I will tell you that, you know, the next time there is a dinner where they're all going to have 700 steaks, yeah. you know, Sam and Jack might stick around and have another drink with each other. Maybe. They may, like, test the then again, there's also... At least I can hope that they Because Daniel wasn't there, so Daniel's like, oh, you're going to stick around? I could use another drink, too. It's like, nah, maybe you should go home, Daniel. <laughs> maybe this is the time where you should because go home. as much as we love Daniel, he doesn't always pick up on social cues. Yeah, as, as great as he is with people... To be fair, I think I've been that person before as well. <laughs> it's like, hey, go home. Who's been, like... Huh? Yeah. What? To be fair, I was so... You want to talk about how little I know about social cues? I have had situations where apparently friends of mine were viciously fighting with one another. Didn't even... No idea. Years later, didn't know about it. I've been in, like, I've thought about classes and things and been like, you know that person had a crush on you? I was like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> I just thought they were very nice. I had a friend, they're, like, they're like, well, you you realize we weren't speaking with each other for about a year and a half, and I was like, you, you what? Huh? Like, yeah. legit did not realize that they yeah. did not speak to Sometimes each other. Sometimes I can, I can see Daniel being that guy. <laughs> um, but... 
I love this episode. Yeah. I may rewatch it one more time because why not? This goes number two on my list. <gasps> under upgrades. Under, under upgrades. Nice. I still like upgrades. Um, I will tell you that the next episode goes number one on my list with what? a bullet. What? Okay. Will be number one for a long time. Let's do this. So, but we do have, we get to add to our numbers. We have a Martin Wood cameo. Nice. Um, and, and so that's number four. Okay. Um, and the next episode, guys, the next episode. What's it called? It's a window of opportunity. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. I don't God. know what that means, but oh I'm ready. Oh my God, this episode makes me so happy. <laughs> it makes my face so happy. Like, we're going we're gonna, to, you're going to want to watch this multiple times. Okay. You're going to okay. love this episode. Okay. It's, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, it's a fan, it is one of the fan top episodes. Okay, well it stay tuned, guys. One of my favorite episodes of all of Stargate. Okay, we'll be back next yes. week with Window of Opportunity. Uh, you know where to find us? Uh, on Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On uh, the Facebooks, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Yes. Like us, rate us, review us. <gasps> Window of opportunity. Bye, guys. Bye.